Oh, glory to God. You know, we really wonder what's going around us. Sin is just increasing all over the world. Everywhere. Shooting. Every week we have so many shooting going on in Chicago. I wonder if we are alive. That's a miracle of God. Shooting, crime, everything changing. You cannot trust any government now. Every country, I just turned it on after a long time. Turned the news on yesterday evening. And every country is having a problem. So in the midst of all this, when you see what's happening in the world, we, we get distracted from the very task which is there before us. Hard situations, devastations, darkness is all there. And I want to speak a word which has been dropped in my heart few days ago from book of Ezekiel chapter 37. Ezekiel is in the Old Testament right after Isaiah and Jeremiah chapter 37. The hand of the Lord came upon me and brought me out in the spirit of the Lord and set me down in the midst of the valley and it was full of bones. Then he caused me to pass by them all around and behold there were many in the open valley and indeed they were very dry. Everybody say very dry. And he said to me son of man can these bones live? Can these bones live? So I answered, O Lord God, you know. Again he said to me, prophesy to these bones and say to them, O dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. Thus say the Lord God to these bones, surely I will cause breath to enter into you and you shall live. And I will put the sinew on you and bring flesh upon you and cover you with skin and put breath in you and you shall live. Then you shall know that I am the Lord. So I prophesied as I was commanded and as I prophesied there was a noise and suddenly a rattling and the bones came together, bone to bone. Indeed, I looked this in you, and flesh came upon them, and the skin covered them over, but there was no breath in them. And he said to me, prophesy. Prophesy. to the breath. Prophesy, son of man, say to the breath, 
these says the lord god come from the four winds and breathe on o breath breathe on these slain that they may live so i prophesied as he commanded me and the breath came into them and they lived and stood upon their feet as an exceeding great army can these bones live can these dry bones live revival in the valley revival in the valley coming out of your valley this morning now book of ezekiel was written to a people out in captivity they were the people of god but they have been scattered from their homeland because of their own foolishness and disobedience that is always a, how we get in trouble how we get into captivity isn't it whether we find ourselves captive in relationship in an addiction or in a pattern of behavior because of the foolishness because of the disobedience and they forgot who their god was and forgot who they were as his people but you know what god still cares for his people and god still care for us no matter how foolish we become and sometimes we become disobedient to god but god never forsakes us he always loves us and cares for us see he cared for these people if you read chapter 36 you'll find out he wanted to he cared for them and he is going to give them new life how many want new life how many how many want revival in your soul you had one too many disappointments maybe you had one too many mistakes or maybe you have experienced too many setbacks i don't know where you are something happened to you in the past and you are disappointed you are wondering why god did this to me i've been doing so good i've been praying i have done so well why this disappointment why this happened to me why the mistakes why the setbacks in my life you simply cannot imagine that god could actually breathe new life into you ezekiel finds himself in the valley littered with the bones i was in cambodia first time when i went to cambodia i saw the massacre and the thousands and thousands of people who were all the professionals in cambodia were killed by camels if you were a lawyer or a teacher or anything they were all killed and i went to the place where it was full of bones 
these people were brought on the top of the hill, they were shot, and they were thrown from, from the mountain. That scene I can never forget. Another place was uh, Rwanda. One million people were killed in Rwanda. And a half a million people were killed in Burundi. Churches, I've been to some churches full of bones, and they have never opened since those massacres. Full of bones. And you can imagine, here is the prophet Ezekiel in the midst of these bones. These bones have been there for four, so long, valley is so dry that the bones are brittle and hard. And here, by the Spirit of the Lord, by the hand of God, prophet Ezekiel was taken to this valley. Can you imagine? Ezekiel walking over these bones, and those bones are crunched under his feet as he walks back and forth. No way anything could live in that condition. Nothing but desolation all over. Now, Ezekiel's val uh, vision in this valley represents the lowest and the darkest place of life. Very lowest place. The, you know, we, we said, I hit the bottom. How many have been there? You know, you hit the bottom. You said, there is no way out. It's desolate, full of despair. And the place was full of hard and brittle, lifeless, desolate, full, of, full in the valley. In the valley, to this prophet, the Lord came with a question, Ezekiel, son of man, can these bones live? You know, I like about God. He seems to always leaning into our lives with questions. And I, it just amazes me why God has to ask questions. He knows, you know, we, we know that Jesus has all the answer. But you know what? Not only he has answers, but he has questions. And he asks questions many times to us too. Why? Not because he doesn't know the answer. He knows the answer. But he asks the question for us. For us to know the answer which only he knows. And you and I cannot answer that or can solve that situation without him. That's what he was asking the question to the prophet. Can these bones ever live? And the prophet was smart. Or fool, I don't know what it was. He says, Lord, you alone know it. Sovereign Lord, you only know it. There are many times we are faced with questions in our situations and the question comes all the time in our life. Why, Lord? Why this? What this? And the best way to say when those questions comes in your and my life, we say, Lord, 
you know better than me. You have the answer. I don't have it. I cannot do it. I cannot solve this situation. You alone can take care of this problem. That's a smart answer. He says, Lord, you know it. Why? Because God sees beyond. God sees immeasurably more than we can see. Desolate place in our lives. Dry bones. It can be desolate situations in our life. Bones represent, the dry bones are our cities, our neighborhood, our family. It can be marriage. All around you can see dryness. The addiction or the broken relationship or job loss, the financial trouble, terminal disease, you name it, or anxiety. And the God is asking you, can these bones live? Yes, Lord, only you know that. God will respond, yes, I do. And you better believe they will live. I want you to know God is saying to you, in those desolate disappointment and those situations, God is saying to you this morning, these dry bones will live. Your cities will change. Your cities and neighborhood will change. The church will do great at, at destiny. Why? Because God is a God who can bring life to every desolate and dark and dry places. How many believe that God can do it? He can bring revival, a mighty revival, a mighty awakening in America. It looks like all falling apart. The politicians don't have the answer. The economists don't, don't have the answer. But God has the answer that these bones, dry bones, desolate situation, fa falling apart, scattered things are going to be brought to life and God will bring a revival and an awakening in America. And this is not a fake news. This is a true word of God. Are you, are, are you listening? In one sense you will say no. I don't think so. But if you say, I believe Lord, you can do it, it gives room for God to do miracles. Whatever situation you are in, whatever circumstances you are in, if you say, Lord, I believe, you can do it. That gives God the room and opportunity to do the miracle in your situation. I've seen it. I can tell you. I can stand here for hours to tell you that God can do it. Miracles, whatever miracle you need. Dead things, hope, maybe it is your hope is dead. 
Maybe it's a dream. Maybe it's a promise. Maybe it's the future. Everything is very dry bones. But I want to tell you that don't lie about your dry bones. You know, but people lie about their dry bones. Oh, how are you? I'm fine. Praise the Lord. No problem. They're sneezing and taking the handkerchief out. Achoo. I'm fine. Praise the Lord. I'm well. I'm healthy. Oh, you're, you're coughing. Admit, don't lie about your dry bones. Hello? You know, we play good religious games. And God is saying, hey, don't lie about your dry bones. Your pains, your hurts, your brokenness, your emptiness, your devastation, call what they are. God, I just feel empty. I feel devastated, Lord. Other day I was uh, praying and I said, Lord, I feel dry, God. I don't know what to do next. You have the answer. I know. When I'm hurt, I tell the, the Lord. So one good about the Lord is he will never tell anybody. <laughs> no matter how much you tell somebody, hey, this is a secret, don't tell anybody. They will go to the next person and say, hey, this is between us. Don't tell anybody. But God doesn't go and tell everybody your secrets. Your pain, whatever they are. Ezekiel is right. The Holy Spirit set me down in the middle of the valley which was full of bones. And that led me and caused me to pass by bones which are all around. Very many in the open valley. Very dry. Everything you are ashamed of. Everything you are, everything which, which is hurting you. Everything you are afraid of. Everything which has died in you. One time you were doing great, but some things have become dead. You don't have... You don't have any desire or passion for it anymore. You know, if you get that fire to set you alive, destiny will be totally different. And God is saying that prophetic word to you, no matter what it is in the past, no matter what has happened to you in the past, no matter what enemy did, because enemy only robs and steals and kills. That is his nature. That is his job. But God is always a God who brings life and life more abundant. Can these bones live? Yes! God, you can do it. We both can do it together. That's why Paul can say, what? I can do all things together. I can do all things through Jesus Christ. We know the scripture, but we don't believe it. You know, whatever it is, folks, everything which is died, everything which is rotten, forgotten, 
and God brought this prophet to walk around. Bones of your own making. You are the owner of it. You are part of it. And he wants you to recognize. He says here what? The valley was full of bones. Very many and very dry. You need to, number one, own these bones at your, as your bones. Don't blame somebody else. Oh, it's because of my dad. Oh, because of my husband. Because of my wife. I thank God for my wife. I forgot to introduce her. That's the best part of my life. <laughs> 45 years. God has been faithful. You know? But if you want to blame, she can blame me the way I am. I can blame her for the problems I'm facing. But God wants me to own those bones. Yes, Lord, it's my problem. Why I'm dry, this is the reason. Why I'm hurt, this is the reason. Lord, I am, I am the one in that condition. It can be anything. The dryness can be, part of it is parched, or a drought, no moisture, all the meat is gone, like you eat ribs, you know? You eat the meat and throw the ribs out, the bones out. Doctor calls and says, it's over. We cannot do anything. You're not getting promotion. There is no position in the company. They are laying off, they are cutting off people. About children, the bill collectors, the car is taken away from you. The house is gone. It's over. And you're wondering why, Lord. But the God says, I have not forsaken the righteous. I will never forsake you and never leave you alone. Yes. I am there with you till the end of the world. Yes. Yes. Let them come and blow up America. But I am with you always. Amen. Verse 4 says, prophesy over these bones. You see as very dry bones, I see potential in them. You know why the bones are mentioned in this vision? Because bones have structure and foundations. They are the strength in the structure and they are the roots of the things. Dry bones, he's saying what? Oh, these dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. Here, bones have ears. Even though they are dead in the valley, they can hear. They cannot respond, maybe. They are beyond repair, maybe. It only looks like that, but bones begin to hear the word of the Lord. It is the word of the Lord. It is the word with the whole world was created. 
The bones needs to hear the word of the Lord this morning. This dryness is going to come alive in my life. Very dry bones they are. What a God we serve. You know, in your mouth is the death and life. You have faith to speak. God has power to perform. Said you speak to the mountain, what? God will perform the mountain to be moved. But I need and you need faith. Is that right? Speak to them impossibilities. It's impossible, yeah, they are dry. There is no hope. They will never come alive. But the word of the Lord will make them alive. There is nothing impossible with God. We have to be very emphatic and have the volume elevated and no fear and say it. Hear the word of the Lord. You shall live in the name of the Lord. Sovereign God says this. To everything which is scarred and hopeless and dead, I am not speaking, but Lord is speaking to you. You tell the bones, I'm not speaking. But the living God is speaking and you can hear the word of the Lord. The same word which created the whole universe can make you alive. So prophesy. Faith like a mustard seed to move mountains, to move impossibilities, to dry and dead things. What we need to do is pray till it happens. Keep asking, keep seeking, keep knocking. Prophesy to the situation. Have the specific word of the Lord. First we, I need to have, you need to have a specific word from the Lord. And then speak to the bones. You have life, you have power, and you have anointing. Why? Because God has called you and God chose you. You know the dead things are waiting for divine direction. Those bones were in the valley, they were waiting for divine direction. The word of the Lord. So I prophesied as I was commanded. In the midst of the very dry bones, there was a sound, a noise, a rattling sound. Bones came together, bone to bone, Muscle came on the bones. They filled and grew. Skin covered the bones. But there was no breath in them. When in the beginning Ezekiel saw, Wow! Man! These bones all came together. But when he saw that, 
He said, these are all dead bodies. Can you believe that? Multitudes of dead bodies standing up in the valley? That will scare me. One, one of them. I, I don't know about you. It's still dead. And God says, prophesy to breath. The word breath in the scripture here is ruha. That is the word for the Holy Spirit. Whenever this says ruha, that is the Holy Spirit. Breathe. The breath of God enter. And they came alive and stood up on their feet as a mighty army of the Lord. There is four winds mentioned there. Now, now that, that's a message itself. I, I don't have time to get in there. He said, call all the four winds and breathe in these bones. The four different effect and impact of the Holy Spirit in our life. They all, the north wind has a different effect, south has a different effect, and east has a different effect, and the west has a different effect. North wind speaks about the presence and the glory of God. South wind speaks about peace and calm and God's provision and fragrance of God. East speaks about judgment and God's power. And the west wind pit speaks about deliverance, mercy and restoration. That's a summary of the, that message. That's what God was saying to Ezekiel. Prophesy. Have the all four with, have the breath, the ruha to come from all, all over. It may look like an army, but it's a dead bodies. And suddenly God's power and Holy Spirit comes upon them and they become live army of God. Suddenly. God always, the Holy Spirit does suddenly in a moment of a time the greatest thing. Book of Acts says suddenly Holy Spirit came upon them and 3,000 people got saved. Wow. How many want that kind of breathing to take place in your life? You can lift up your hands this morning. God, oh breath of God. Breathe on me. Breathe on me. Old chorus we used to say, breathe on me. Holy Spirit, breathe on me. I need all the four winds to come in every from every direction. God's presence and glory and the fragrance and the forgiveness and restoration and deliverance by the power of the Holy Spirit. Not only the Word, but the Holy Spirit with the Word will make it everything alive. Wow. That Ruah. You know, you and I can boast everything. And we spend millions of dollars to fix our skin and everything. To look beautiful. But we, we, what we are? Bunch of mud. We are dirt. We're a bag of dirt. And God took that bag of 
that, that mold of dirt and breathe in us and we became alive. You look beautiful. It's not because of all the makeup and all the, you know, we, we had a good haircut yesterday by Brianna. So we look good. But I want you to know the real life is in you because of the Ruah and the Holy Spirit which is in you by God. That makes it things alive. Oh God. Let me close. That hurt, that desolate place, people who destroyed you, hope which is dried up, the gift which is dried up. I know pastor was sharing about God wants to challenge you to fan that gift, stir up the gift. There is no volunteers in the kingdom of God in the church. Every one of us are servants unto the Lord. I want to hear, well done, well done, my good and faithful servant. Are you? Or you are still dried up, somebody has hurt you, the strength is gone, the muscle is dried up. You know, Caleb was 80 years old when he said, I'm going to do the toughest thing and I'm going to take this mountain. Amen. You're not too old in the kingdom of God. You don't have to sit and retire in the church. Everybody has a strength and everybody has a gift and God can make it alive and give you the power and energy more than what you had before. John MacArthur, a great preacher, said he doesn't have 300 members in the church. He had 3,000, no, 3,000 members in the church. He said, I have 3,000 ministers in the church. You are all ministers of the living God. Can these bones live? Yes, sure they can. I can speak this a little bit longer, but I want to close. My vision and your vision is limited. And it is sad sometimes it's dry and dead. But God's vision is unlimited for you. God is full of hope and healing and is living. God sees a different way about you than you see about yourself. And God's vision is spoken to your life today because it's, it's powerful. Powerful. If you obey this morning. It's explosive. 
He can do beyond what you can think and imagine. God can do more exceedingly, abundantly, about all you can think and imagine. Each person. And God is alive. And he does miracles all the time.